where one of us chooses a topic from history to report on. The focus either on a hidden moment or event from history, or alternatively, we'll choose a more famous historical event and try to shine some new light on it. I am your host, Matt, and as always, are with me my co-hosts, Lorna. Hello. And Ines. Hi. Hi. So this is third time lucky, so that's all this time. It was better than the rest of them. So today, I'm going to be doing a report on the building of the Palace of Versailles, and... I've already asked you questions, so I'm not going to ask you them again because I didn't get anything interesting last time. So I'm just going to jump right into it. All right. You, 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 yeah, you do what you want to do. You do, do you? No. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do that. So um, the Palace of Versailles. Many people um, think it's synonymous with Louis the Fourteenth in the 17th century, but actually began. Um, it, it dates back to his father, uh, Louis the Thirteenth, and he visited the area when he was just six years old. Uh, in 1607 and Louis XIII became king in 1610 and then he kept returning to Versailles throughout his teenage years, so 1617, 1621 and the more he visited it, the more he liked it. Uh, it's an, apparently an ideal place between Saint-Germain and Lay, which was his home where he lived, and Paris as well, which was like the centre, I think, of um, government at the time. Um, so the palace today is about 10 miles, yeah, or 16 kilometers southwest of Paris. So, young, sorry, that question. Yeah, Vers- Versailles then. Yeah. Was it like a, a little village? Um, so, there was just, it was fields. just, yeah, it was just lots of woods um, for hunting. So, they go, I assume, with it, I don't know, not on his own, I guess. Not when he's six. Not when he's, well, not when you he's six. You don't go hunting when you're yeah, six. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know, actually. Maybe he did. Well, you, he might, you're royal, he might have done, yeah. You're a royal, you go, <laughs> your dad will teach you, or someone. Yeah, uh, definitely, I, I think bother. so. Well, you wouldn't you bother. don't get choice when you're six, do you're you? are also a vegetarian. Well, there's that, but also, like, <laughs> um, they're toys. Yeah, I, yeah, you think so. I'd rather have, like... Like, it's not going to be like scale electrics though. Yeah, it's, like so. Lego. <laughs> it's probably going to be a rattle. Yeah, but they'll have like oh, bricks and stuff. Yeah, bricks. But also, you could go and shoot some yeah. pheasants. <laughs> yeah, what would you pick if you're six? You're not going to shoot a bird, are you? I don't know. I, don't I wasn't know. living well, in, Louis I wasn't the 13th. in early 17th century. But Louis XIII was. And, and he chose to shoot He chose to. Pheasants. Yeah, there's lots of woods and he'd go and shoot pheasants and bears and stags. So he'd do lots of hunting, basically, as he was growing up in Versailles. And it was all just uncultivated, like I said. Um, and in 1623, so he's... I've not written that when he was born. So if he was six in 1607, he'd be 22. Right? Yeah. yeah. So 22, 23 years old, uh, he decided to build a lodge there. Um, and he first used it in June 1624. I think it's quite interesting that they have all this info. Like, each year he went here, did this. But obviously he's royal, so I guess they write down. Is it like a, a hunting lodge? Um, yeah, I think so. Basically, they built it so they could go there and stay there and hunt. Um, and it's only small, and oh, so many French names, which I'm going to... Go on. So, the, the Marshal of Bassompierre, which his real name is Francois, Fran, Francois de Bassompierre, um... And basically, he said that this is a quote. Are you laughing at her? Sorry, yeah, yeah, you <laughs> <your> pronunciation. <laughs> it was good. Um, Bessompierre. Bien, that means. It's trivia. Um, so, what he said of this lodge was that, and I'm doing finger bun, what are they called? Quotation, Quotation marks. Quotation marks in the air. Uh, he said it was a mere gentleman. Oh, he said, 
a mere gentleman would not have been overly proud of the construction. Of so the lodge? Yeah, so basically, oh. I'd have written here, which is what you call a 17th century burn. So he obviously didn't think <laughs> burn. very much of this lodge. He thought... Like, so hang on, he didn't build it then? No, no, he... Why he, is he so commenting on it? The, well, I, I, I thought from my limited research, uh, he was like a family friend, essentially. Oh. Um, and he's fought some battles, helped the king out, helped the fam out, and then that sort of thing. And then he goes and bitches about the lodge. Yeah, he's yeah, it like, it's not a sh- how He probably it's, stayed it's, in that lodge for free. Right, we're speculating. I'm saying probably. Probably. He probably stayed there, and now he's just slagging it off. So, to the to posterity. Does Louis the Thirteenth know that he says this? Right. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. What's he got Maybe to say? Maybe he wrote this in a letter. <laughs> Maybe he wrote this in a letter. Thomas Harvey invited him to stay again. He probably didn't. Oh. He probably, I reckon he yeah. found out and he had a big, big right. ruckus. It's probably reported in the newspaper. I reckon he painted head, on a yeah, painting. Yeah, he had his head chopped off. Oh, probably. I hope so. They did that as well, didn't they? They did. So, you know, likely, but I'm not sure, is what I'm saying. Let's just say it happened. Yes. <laughs> so then, for whatever reason, maybe. Oh! I've written, I've not, I didn't connect this in my research, but Louis decided to rebuild it in 1631. So maybe he also thought, you know what, I've built a bit. Yeah, but I've got a bit of a nap. Eight one. years out of it. To be yeah, eight to years, it. but you, <laughs> eight years in a long time, isn't it? That's what. I don't know. For a He's not a chef. What's it called? A lodge. A lo- hunting for a lodge. lodge. For a hunting lodge. Yeah, imagine like a chalet. That's probably its life, isn't it? Eight maybe. years. <laughs> Especially if you're maybe. royal. But he's, uh, so basically, he t- decided to rebuild it, and he kept rebuilding it until this work continued until 1634, and it's known to have laid the basis for the palace that stands there today. Mm. So Louis bought some of the fiefdom in Versailles, um, which is basically, a fiefdom is basically an area of land, area of land or territory where all the operations were in it controlled by a person or group. So like one person owns Roy- wherever we live, Royton <laughs> or whatever. And he bought this like area of land with everything in it. So he owned it. Yeah, so he, he bought basically Versailles, the place. But, so like all so. people have lived there and stuff. Yeah, so oh. he sort of just owned them. So he owned them. No, <laughs> maybe not owned them. Houses. Maybe he owned like yeah, so they'd like do. They've got nowadays though, like so you can own the house but you don't own the land. Yeah. Why are you going to say you don't own the person? I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then not. During, to be honest, during Louis XIII's reign, nothing else really happened that much. I was going to ask if he was a big dog in France. No, I mean, yeah, in Versailles. I'm just oh. talking I don't know, to be honest, if he was a big he probably, dog in France. He probably was. He probably was. He was the king. So, he didn't really have many guests there or anything. Even his wife, the Anna, the Anna, of Austria, Anna of Austria, she never stayed there. She always went back to Saint-Germain or Paris. So, she, did, she didn't think much well, of it. Yeah, she I probably... bet. She was writing back. What's so. it called? Pontimon? <laughs> yeah. Probably told her. Yeah, yeah. To be she fair, it's know. only 10 miles, though. Yeah. To Paris from there. From what, that? Yeah, but... Yeah, so you'd be like, it's like... It's a bit of a trot, though, isn't it? She probably had a horse. She probably had a horse and carriage or something. So he just... Louis would just go on his own, basically, for a bit of solitude, bit of away from the, bit of away from the farm, a bit of a hunter. So really? Um, no, he's, no, it says he came yeah, for solitude more than anything. So the state of the lodge only mattered to him, not yeah, whatever. Yeah. What's his Bersante, name? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he went for a while, and then maybe he went with his mates for one. And his mates were like, oh, "This is lads holiday. This is yeah, lads holiday to the lodge." <laughs> and they were like, "This, this is, is no Iron Apple." Yeah, this is Magga, is it? Let's, <laughs> let's leave it. And then maybe he went for solitude, just like I'm out of a nose. They trash my lodge. Often on lads holidays, though, you do end up staying in 
kind of questionable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Premises. So maybe they even if it was that questionable, maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it worked. What's he called? Bondibon. But you've been saying different names, of it, but the Saint Pierre. Pierre has probably got a point. I reckon. France, even France after the one. revamp. No, really? I still think it's none of those I reckon. I, mm, this, if he's going there, this is complete invited. speculation. But, <laughs> yeah, but he's been invited on mates weeks. Like yeah, for fr- yeah, we're not going to go there. <laughs> Louis the Thirteenth yeah. has a revamp. Probably, most definitely, what's happened is he's had a party. Mm. It's gone back to what it was. He had yeah. a party to celebrate yeah, yeah, the revamp, yeah. and then and it's all, just and then all his mates are like, "I'm not coming here. We've wrecked it." Yeah, <laughs> know what you mean. So. Anyway, anyway, yeah. So yeah, he went there for his own solitude, uh, which is lovely for him, but it's not really interesting, is it? So we'll move on to the early years of Louis the Fourteenth. So, um, so basically, before Louis the Fourteenth, it was just a Versailles was like a small village. It's that, uh, but by the end of the of his reign, well, I've written well, it's different, um, but we'll get to that. So at the beginning, um. The story of Louis XIV follows similarities to his father. So he went there as a young boy when he was uh, 1641. Uh, he was he was basically forced to go there in October 1641 because there was a smallpox epidemic near... Get away from... Yeah, near the palace of Saint-Germain-en-Laye. And I've said that three times and I don't think I've said it right. saint Yeah, it's like Paris Saint-Germain. Saint-Germain. Football team. Yeah. Um, so he and his brother were sent there to escape. So he's probably, th- he, he worked probably, he was three. Um, so it weren't really, it, it I can't imagine it was shooting. a big deal. No, <laughs> I don't think it was shoot, but I don't think it was a big moment in his life either. Um, but he went there 10 years later and apparently he did a spot of hunting. So at 13, doing a bit of hunting. And over the years, like his dad, he'd go back there with various members of his family. A bit like a family holiday to Blackpool. Oh, so he, Blackpool. Uh, yeah, or something. At least he weren't going in his own. I, prefer, I think I prefer the 14th over the 13th. Based on that, already based on <laughs> just the fact based on what he was forced to go there. No, not the forcing. Not, not that's it. like more like he was a more social guy. But the Louis the Thirteenth did this when he was younger. He yeah, went but he went on his own. That was later. When he was older, oh, a bit oh, later. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and he liked it, Louis the Fourteenth, so much that in 1661 he ordered major work to be done on it. So from then until 1715, when he died, spoiler. Um, the palace was always being built and was always changing. Uh, so we had. Well, I didn't add it up. 56? 54 years. That was kind of a good age at that, that time. 54 years. Yeah, that's yeah. probably like pensioner. You get your pensioner. That's how long he was working on it. So he'd yeah, been. Dude. Yeah, he'd been alive for a lot. Yeah, for a while yeah. longer. So he lived into. I think it was like late 70s, maybe. Was it? Um, so he ended up moving there, and one of the reasons this gets all a bit jumbled up here, but we'll I'll, we'll stick with it. Uh, one of the reasons he moved there was no doubt to get away from Paris, uh, because he had a fear of the civil unrest that was going on in his city, and I'll talk about that briefly in a second. But it became a residence that Louis could have incredible parties at this new palace that he was building. <laughs> he's found it really weird. <laughs> it's um, just the way I was, I was banging on about him, and here they are. The parties yeah. happened. Eventually. Oh, yeah. I'm a thing um, of, I, I, there is a I lot pre- of partying. I predicted the future then, yeah. but it's actually the past. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they'd have these incredible parties at the in the gardens, and the idea was to be a. to create this incredibly impressive palace that the rest of Europe envied. Um, so it's the epitome of class and showed wealth and power. 
and it was key to lose belief in absolutism, which is yeah, come on. Well, this this section called the Rasmataz and the Sun King. Okay. <laughs> so he's building this great um, palace, and he's having parties, and he's bringing loads of noble people, bringing loads of noble people around, and Louis is able to pacify the nobles who historically were really rebellious, really like we're not going to we're going to do things for ourselves, not for the king. We're going to have unrest and everything. Um, and, yeah, they generated 11 civil wars in the last four decades. So in 40 years, there have been 11 civil wars because of these nobles being... Nobles. <laughs> <laughs> these nobles being like, I don't like this. I um, remember bits about the nobles. There was nobles of the robe. Yeah, I didn't really get into that. But yeah, yeah, I think one of them bought the title. What? But, um, so he moved them to the royal court, which he, he'd made in Versailles now. And... He created this incredible glamorous lifestyle. We'll get into get bits of this every now and again. So this um, glamour and razzmatazz that Louis displayed and became famous for um, began at a young age. So it took Louis. We're going back to Louis the Thirteenth briefly. Him and his wife Anne. Oh, yeah, Anne of Austria. Anne of Austria. It took them on two decades to have Louis the Fourteenth as their first child. I assume as the first mm-hmm. surviving child. And they were so relieved, the royal couple, is, they were so relieved to have a direct heir to the throne that they christened the boy Louis Diodon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which meaning, like Matthew does, by the way, gift oh, from yeah. God, or gift of God. Um, it's nice, isn't it? Mm. Uh, and Rubbish. so that gave him... From birth, it gave him a bit of an inflated sense yeah, of... Bit of an ego. Bit of, yeah. bit of an ego, like you. Bit of an yeah, ego. Yeah. And he also grew up being taught that kings were divinely chosen, so they were chosen from God. He's going to be like, he'll be like, come on, topple two. Jim Appel, gift of God. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Appel, divine chosen. <laughs> well, we'll find out, shall we? So, yeah, reflecting this belief, Louis the Fourteenth believed that any disobedience to his laws, his edicts, um, to be sinful. He thought you disobey my law, sinful, and he decided to adopt the sun, the sun, the big sun the, in the, the sky, star thing, the, one, the big the star thing in the fight, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as his emblem. Decent. Since he felt like France revolved around him, just as the planets revolve around the sun, oh. which is. He's good, that I it's like disgusting, that. Really. I'm going off him. <laughs> I was enjoying him. Louis but... the Thirteenth and Anne of Austria. Anne of Austria is up there. Fan of but, um, I don't like either of all of his. <laughs> well, this is very oh, interesting. We'll see. So, this is all about gods. Basically, we really liked this, the idea of the sun. I like the idea of the sun king. So we really like the idea of Apollo as well, um, who's really influential, influential and famous Roman and Greek god. Okay. Um, so he sort of thought of himself as like connected to Apollo, similar to Apollo. Do you think he think he, he could he could like? I don't know if he thought him. it was a god. I don't know. He th- he sort of compared himself to oh, Apollo. Okay. So I don't know if he believes that like in gods, in gods, yeah. but he just thought I'm similar to him in terms of like power, um, because Apollo could do all these things. Like he could, um, he was the god of divine distance, which meant he could threaten people from afar. He could make men aware of their own guilt. He could purify men, uh, preside over religious laws, and basically he could do loads of stuff. He was a pretty big deal, this Apollo. 
And even the gods feared Apollo, like Zeus and everyone. Oh no, only his father, Zeus, didn't. Mm. And, oh. his mo- <laughs> and his mother could easily enjoy his presence. Um, he was a god of crops and herbs, so he was like, herds, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm ruining this. Um, yeah, and the, the view became that Apollo was connected with the sun. So, Louis was like, I like this kid. I like his, I like his story. I I'm like, going to jump on I'd that. I'd like to be a god. I'd like to Is be similar I'm to him. I'm the human version. And, yeah, it's a good way of putting it. So, um, after Mazarin's death, Mazarin was his controller general, or someone who, who helped him out. Um, Tactically. Yeah, I'll put, yeah, he's a tactician. He died in 1661. Notice that's the same year that he decided to re- start rebuilding yeah, parts of the Yeah, probably like, this isn't a good idea. Well, so Louis XIV broke with tradition and astonished his court by declaring that he would rule without a chief minister, which I guess that's is what Mazarin is. It's not a good idea, really, and, is it? And, yes. I don't know. And we'll he see. viewed himself as the direct representative of God. Yeah, so, do you think that's a good idea? He's like, I am God's so person like, God, on earth. I will rule without yeah, anybody telling me. I don't need anyone me. to help me. I'll do this. That's, I, have that's a di- I have a divine right to wield the absolute power of the monarchy, so I should be in charge of everything. Um, <laughs> and to illustrate his, yeah, to illustrate his status. That. Do you reckon he knew what he was taking on? No. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. Like, no, like someone like, what happens if like someone comes to you and is like, I don't know, someone's stolen my, like, my sheep? I don't think he deals with petty yeah. thefts. <laughs> <laughs> but like... Surely he's ruling everything. He's ruling everything, but he's being like, but he's like you, you will that. do this for me. You do that. You deal with the petty theft section of uh, You build the palace like yeah. this. He's not. You yeah. get me all the That's money. That's what kings used to do, though, isn't it? I think. Yeah, but he's he's not yeah, having but, anyone yeah. to like. And he used to, uh, he's not having anyone to advise yeah. To be like, oh, maybe we don't have enough money for that, or maybe that's a bit ridiculous and people might hate you. Yeah. Mm. Instead, You're he's just like. Comparing yourself to the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people don't like that. <laughs> or maybe they do. Tone it down. <laughs> so, yeah, some people, some historians question him saying that he actually compared himself to the sun, but he's often remembered for the bold and infamous statement. Le te- mm, I'm butchering French again. Le tat c'est moi, which means I am the state. Pretty, pretty good. He's everything, isn't he? He's <laughs> Lucas. He's, so he's like in charge he's of God's everything. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah. So in 1682, he decided to make Versailles um, the side main residence of the French court and government. So centralising everything, bringing everything together. So it had been built? 1682, it's been all the time throughout this and afterwards, it's always been built and always adding new stuff. Okay. So he moved the aristocracy, all the nobles, as well as the administration straight to Versailles. And um, so he was the most important figure in this crowd of really important people. And he would spend, they would all spend fortunes to try and get close to him, basically, to maintain their positions and be really close to him. Um, so they'd all travel there from wherever um, and to gain shelter in Versailles. And this meant, when I talk about depowering sort of, or pacifying the nobles, now they were away from their homes where they had like supporters, where the nobles had their supporters. Oh, okay. uh. So he took them away from their sort of severing any links with, so the nobles didn't have any links with their, with their own base. Yeah. yeah, and that was the logic behind this was, when I mentioned he was scared of Paris, um, because in 1648, there'd been a civil war known as the Fronde, uh, and the royal family were forced to free Paris, and that well, that terrified <laughs> him um, as a young as a young kid. So everything 
All the aristocrats are expected to compete for the privilege of watching Louis wake up, watching Louis eat his meals, watching Louis prepare for his bed. Oh. Um, there was about. Not for me. I'll get inside in a sec. I know he's got an ego, but what's so exciting about waking oh, up? You don't know. When you I don't wake up, know. it's not pretty. Like, I just open my eyes. It's a bit and... of I know you do. There's a lot of groaning, <laughs> Liam. Yeah, yeah. You're a groaner. I don't, I don't enjoy getting up. It's not an enjoyable experience sometimes. And I'm sure Louis were the same. Sure, he had bad days. I reckon he had I'm a sure lion every day, though. So yeah. he's never like, oh, 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 oh six the, o'clock alarm. Well, mm. oh, do you know about that? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get to a day in my life for Louis, and I will skip oh. through it, but it's pretty interesting. Oh yeah, I want to know. Um, so he had between three thousand of these nobles to ten thousand. Watching him every 10, day. Not just watching him in, in the morning, but <laughs> you know the day, maybe they're in beside being like, I want to get close to this kid. I've got a lot of work to do, but I'll just free up a bit of my schedule mm. to watch him eat breakfast. Yeah. I wonder what he had. Do you, do you know that? Um, maybe, but I can't remember. But um, so basically, all the, the all it was like strict etiquette of how they behaved, like who you could go and speak to because you weren't that in you weren't that um, important or popular or whatever. Um, I'm not a fan of that. It's a bit. I'd go and speak like to them, who I want to speak to. And groups at schools, isn't it? Like you can only speak to. Yeah, it's literally like that. Like you can't go and speak to the girl kids because you're a nerd. Yes. That's, that's like it. And even I've got even the right to sit down or use an armchair, chair or stool, depending on who you were. Oh, I like that rule. You're like, no, well, you don't. sit on a stool. <laughs> Which is mean, but it's... I enjoy a good stool now and again, though. Right, but every now and then... I'd rather the chair. You'd, you'd yeah, always you want, be on a stool. Back, you, you want a back. You want a back. Yeah. Good posture yeah, is important. Really. That's, that's the most important thing. Like, if you take away anything from this... Episode. I hope you want to know. <laughs> Posture is important. Okay. Skills. Cheers. Um. So yeah, but as you mentioned earlier, you could buy um roles. You can inherit them or buy them, and they often sold for an extremely high price. And they came with a function or duty, being being a uh, courtier or noble. And accommodation in the palace was highly sought after, so you didn't have to move anywhere. You could be right next to him and just be like, "I'm here. What do you need?" Why did they all want to get close to Louis, though, no, if they were uprising? Like, do you know? But they weren't uprising. It was like, they were so far away from their home base, they couldn't do anything. Oh, what? so, what? so power. they would have been, oh, so they were uprising for power where yeah, they lived yeah. before because of like... Because they had the people to be like, yeah, I'm powerful. we want, like, more things. But why power. did they move to go and see Louis? Louis moved them. Yeah, so we oh, made all. He? If you want to work in central government, you've got to come here. Yeah, you move from there. Oh, we have MPs now. I do remember you saying that. Around the corner. They have all of them moved. Like, just have so like that, I think most of our MPs don't live around the corner. No, oh, I don't know. What is it? That's no, Louis. I think they do. I, I they think they live in, in the constituency. Yeah, they do. And no, they, they don't down. live in London. They travel down. Do they? Every yeah. day? Well, they might not be in yeah, Parliament every yeah. day, just when they're needed. Oh. And do a bit of work for you. A few visits. Okay. Well, I understand now that they got moved and, and now they're pretty happy. They don't, they don't, they're not yeah, getting so peer pressured by the rest of the locals. No, but they now want... they get the power from Louis. Yeah, they get the, yeah so, so members of the royal family and those with important roles uh, had apartments overlooking the gardens, which is quite nice. Decent, yeah. While courtiers of less importance were accommodated on the city side, so you're looking out on the streets or in the palace outbuildings, which is far away, and you, you can see sort of, oh, the outbuildings such as the stables. 
Oh. So I don't know if you get a view of the stables That's or you're in the stables. That's probably the lodge, isn't it? That lodge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's still sorry, trash. City side being Paris or Versailles being built Versailles. up by them? I think it's being built because loads yeah. of people, because 10,000 people move in, so I guess. Yeah, you've got to plug, got plug them somewhere, somewhere yeah. don't you? Yeah. So we're going to have a quick look now at the life, the day in the life oh, of living. Oh, yes. You're right with this. So this was some guy called Duke of St. Simon. He wrote this. Um, oh, no. He basically said that with an almanac and a watch, one could, from 300 leagues away, say with accuracy what he was doing. So, oh, man of routine. Yeah, exactly. I like how you know that. I mean, yeah. he knows what he's doing. Basically, every day, he's getting up. It's time to the minute. It's like me, that So man. the officers always know. They can plan their own work only around when they've got to wipe Louis' ass, basically. Aww. Which might be a role. So, 8.30, the, someone wakes him up. I'm not going to go through all, all the titles, but... Someone wakes him up and he has a specific thing he has to say, which is, Sire, it's time to get up. That's a rubbish alarm. I know. I'll get to sing. (laughs) Sing sing the crazy frog. (laughs) I don't know. know, Ring, 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 ring. (laughs) 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 How would you turn him off? Just like, slap him. Boom. (laughs) Oh, no, I'd hate that. Sire, it's time to get up. He won't wake me up, that. And then the, the doctor and the surgeon visits. Oh. And then the first getting up ceremony begins. Oh, God. <laughs> so basically, um, everyone enters the bedchamber of Louis. Who's everyone? Sorry, the so doctor. So basically, all the people with important roles and certain friends. <laughs> Imagine you guys coming in early morning and waking up and I've got all my Hi, people, Ma. my doctors, that would certain be friends. And you're, oh, are you? You're all right. Yeah, morning. Yeah. Morning. <laughs> weird <laughs> I'm just in my pajamas. Well, also, I mean, that would mean that, like, if you were Louie, I'd have to get up early yeah, then, yeah, and come every in. day. <laughs> and just you do watch anyway. Matt wake up. You do anyway. <laughs> but yeah, and come and just watch, watch me wake it up. Just comes to <laughs> watch <laughs> you wake up. Every day. He gets up early then. Oh, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. I thought that's what you were saying. That's what I was hoping that's what you were saying. So these people, people in the important roles, the friends, they all come in. While he's washed, combed, and shaved, which is by people, so people are washing him. Yeah, um, at the same time. I don't know if it's like one guy's on washing, one guy's on shaving. No, because you'd, you'd end up one's on combing, yeah. combing his hair. Maybe I, I reckon we could do it. If they're a yeah. team, there'll be a well. It's like a makeup machine. thing. Yeah, like a. You know what I mean? So yeah, I like, like, I can be in a chair. Um, so, you know, if you go on America's List, that model. Well. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you sit in the chair. Mm. Someone's doing your hair while mm. someone's doing oh, your really? makeup. Precisely. Yeah. So maybe but sometimes you could be doing it stood up and someone else is getting you dressed. You yeah. need to watch it, it's good. You don't have to, but you got the idea from that. No, I stop plugging America's next time. <laughs> yeah. um, Matt, yes. I have a question. Go on. Now, well, I don't know a lot about Versailles or France in the 17th century, yeah. but what I do know, oh. I've seen pictures yeah. of people yes. back then and they wore white wigs and white face mask things like yes. white skin and white mm. bit of paint bit of makeup yeah so yeah what's the what's the question so the question did is Louis did Louis the XIV Louis wore I've seen pictures paintings of him with like a wig loves a good yeah, wig he, did, he wore like a really white high one, one yeah. he thought he was small yeah he thought he was small so he wore high heels and that's why oh. high heels were first worn by men and then they became popular for women to wear later on so he was one of them but I don't know if he wore Face paint. Maybe he wore face paint. He used to do. He put on shows. 
So maybe Aww. they're them, but I'll get I to them. That. That's pretty cute. Well, is it? I don't know. We'll, we'll chat about <laughs> anyway, it. Depends what they so are. So it's been washed. So it's been washed. And then the officers, so they've all got these titles. So the officers of the chamber and of the clothed storehouse center, basically to dress him. So they dress him. And do you want to guess what he, he had for breakfast? Yeah. Go on. <laughs> Shredders. Oh, it was Shreddy's first time. <laughs> no, no. Coco Pops. I'm going to go with a real guess because I know that them cereals weren't around that long. <laughs> God, he's catching on them. Complex. No, um, I'm going to say for breakfast, he'll probably have something weird like an egg and a frog's leg. You're off. You're off. I want to say. You're too far off. Fish. No, but you're sort of closer with Octopus. what you're thinking. No, no, Me. no. It wasn't Octopus. what I'm thinking about yours is fish isn't something you generally have as breakfast, and he had soup for his breakfast. Well, that's what flavor? That's odd. It just says soup. I don't know. I assume. I reckon he had pig like and ham. Like soup of the day. You know soup what I mean? Like, what's soup of the day? Egg and frog leg. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> no, I went to Poland once and I had egg soup, and I don't really like egg, and it was like a boiled egg cup and put in this water. Nice. It was horrible. Sounds horrible. Soup, isn't it? Well, nice. no, but this is what I imagine he had. That's an egg, egg puddle. water. Yeah. <laughs> egg puddle. Eggy puddle. So, yeah, so as, as well as these important members of the court, you had the closest royal servants. They were all watching, being like, oh, this is interesting. They get paid then. And I have a little guess. Yeah, I assume. Oh, uh, yeah, they must get yeah, paid as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know, actually. Servants do. Well, I don't know. Mm. So, guess how many spectators were there? Watching and guess me. how many were male and how many were female? Right, I reckon there was about three females. I reckon none. It's that kind of time, isn't it? You're in. You're on on the money with that one. There's no females there. Yeah. Well, that's males. rude. Guess I'm not guessing. Males. I'm not guessing. Outrageous. <laughs> Sorry, it's not me. What are they watching here? They're watching me. They're watching him. Wait. Oh, oh he's woke up. Oh, time, it's time right, to okay. get up. Oh, he's having. They're watching him get. They're watching him get. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Oh, that's horrible. Sorry. Is it like? Do you know when you walk around museums and there's them red ropes on uh, them little stands? And you can't go past the red rope. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. They, they had them up, so it was literally barriers. like a museum. Barriers up. Yeah. Oh, they made just, like, don't stand so close. Yeah, just, just stand, move away. Yeah, to stop <laughs> stop people touching him put while he's... Put your phone away. Stop taking photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No videos. So do you reckon they had that? Yeah, no, no flash, no flash photography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if they had red specific ropes. red ropes, but they probably were. They'll have had that audio thing talking Oh, yeah. This is Louis wake up. And now it's not it's David Attenborough. <laughs> it's a soup slurping ah, away. Slurp. <laughs> so, you're going to guess how many people were there? They're all male. They're all male, and there's definitely 50. <laughs> it's a big place, isn't it? I imagine. It's bedchamber. Oh. I think 30. I think Oh, maybe closer. 100. Oh, I think it was 100. Was it? <laughs> Probably about 100 people were just 100 like. 100 and none were female. 100 people just watching you get changed in the morning. He loved it. So that was only eight thirty. I'm sorry, we'll whip through this. Confident. So they had a procession. They had a procession in the hall of mirrors. Why was he processing to? What processing? Processing. So at the exit of his apartment, we'd wander out into the hall of mirrors, and they'd have this procession, uh, and he'd just oh. wander around, and everyone would follow him basically. And the big, the big crowd there as well, and they'd finally get to see the king had been waiting, and someone would speak to him briefly or give a little note, and he'd wander past. And then he'd go for mass, um, which lasted about an hour. Um, I don't know why I thought that, but I also seem to remember during mass, during the church, 
I don't know if this is actual. <laughs> I think I remember this from years ago. But all the his chair was facing the altar, and all the other chairs were facing him. That sounds like something he would so do. So like he would be facing the altar, like praying to God, and they'd all be looking at him. So oh. they'd be praying, but they'd be basically but praying. Would they to not him. be facing the altar as well? No, they'd be praying. So they'd be like maybe on the side facing oh. him, facing the altar, which Sneaky, is a bit of a bit. It's something like that. Isn't He's it? weird, this guy. Um, so now you go, blah, blah, blah. He's going to do his job for a bit. Um, basically, go to all his councils. He had four different councils, which he'd go and sit on and just look at stuff. And, and then 1 a.m., he ate alone in his bedchamber, which is sad. 1 a.m.? <laughs> p.m., sorry. Oh. 1 p.m., sorry. Dinner time. Oh, he ate alone while everyone's in still his bedchamber. No, alone, seated at a table, facing the windows, and supposedly this was te- supposed to be taken in private. But sometimes he'd let some men in, um, some of the same men who was there when he woke up. But that's a bit sad. Having his breakfast on his own, um, and then in the afternoon. So he did all his work in the morning. Afternoon, he just wandered off. Why didn't he just invite him for tea? And yeah. then he's not on his own, and everyone's well, not uncomfortable. Well, that's what we time is coming up. Oh, I'm looking no, forward to No, I meant like time. he could have half of them round for breakfast, then half of them round for dinner. Maybe not 50, but maybe 10. Mate, Staggered well, it. He likes it. Do you want to come for breakfast on Tuesday? Yeah, go on then. I thought I was naturally invited. <laughs> <laughs> he could do brunch. Brunch sessions with Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a TV show. Afternoon tea. Oh, oh he could mix it up every day. It'd be, it'd be fat the whole day after a bit. It's like when they're to do like an evening with. Like, <laughs> like a it's like that. A breakfast But with. every morning. And, and every, every dinner. Not every dinner. Um, so we go for a walk and after maybe go hunting, do some stuff that he likes. And then do some indoor. Or, oh no, he'd leave his son in charge of indoor entertainment. Is he called Louis too? I think so. Hmm. Um, so he'd just do some letters and stuff. And then 10 p.m bit late for me he's no, not getting his eight hours this is what i'm worried about louis mm. uh, really the crowd much, would hurry to the king's antechamber to attend the dinner at the royal table so he sat down at the table with members of the royal family and there would basically be an audience and they just watch them eat dinner um which i put mental next to so once the meal was over he crossed this room and um would meet the ladies of the court and he'd go to his cabinet and converse with friends and a few and his family and stuff, and then go to bed, which again was a public ritual. They're going to bed nice. ceremony when the king retired to his bedchamber, and it was the exact reverse of the getting up ceremony. So it'd be like, These people are coming to take my clothes off, these people are coming, I assume, to like wash me. These people are to go, So it's time to go to bed. <laughs> Lights out, he's getting um, his eight hours, I think. That's 11 30 pm, so he's getting yeah, so he's and getting, and yeah, he's getting by 12. Yeah, he's got, he's, and he's got that. yeah, he's all right. So, um, so he's got an audience there sitting. What while he's sat at a table eating? These were quite traditional times. Yes. Louis has a son. Yes. So presumably he has a wife. Mm. Yeah. Madame de Maintenon. Okay. She? What name. was she thinking? Well, did she just get out of bed quickly? She has her own way? apartments as well. Oh, does she? Yeah. So I don't know if they sleep together or not. But, uh, but she doesn't get involved in the... Well, it's not in the she's schedule, there for, so... She's there. She's at the meals with the royal family and stuff, but... That's it. But maybe, maybe they go out in the afternoon. Yeah, the, all after, he's got a whole afternoon. After yeah, lunch, yeah. He's, he's free. Gets all his work done in the morning, which I like. I like that. Yeah, get out of the way. So then, we're going to just chat briefly about the architecture. Because we're not really talking about the building of Versailles. No. We're just focusing yeah. on Louis in Versailles. But it is this great palace. So, 
he, he figured, I can, you know, if you have a really fancy house, you look a bit wealthy. So that's what he was doing. So I liken it to fake it till you make it, basically. Because he wasn't always super successful in wars, which is a whole other topic, but you wouldn't really know it by looking at Versailles because it's like amazing palace. So he got all these great designers and architects to build all these incredible things for him. So water features was one of them, just building massive water features, um, ornate fountains with magically still water uh, because he wanted people to believe that the king had this power over nature that could make water just still. Or whatever okay. he wanted to do. So, like, I feel like he wants to be seen as the world's best magician, basically. Like, he can do anything. Mm. Um, so, he's, yeah, all these fountains are called something. They all look like something from, like, ancient history or from the Greek myths and stuff. But I'm not going to bore you with that. All about, like, Ip- Apollo or Neptune or whatever. So, the Apollo um, fountain has loads of horses and stuff. And they're all in water. Uh, and then there's this Neptune one which has 99 jets of water that shoot out all these different angles. Nice. So it's pretty extravagant, especially for then as well, when you think about it, like, that'd be pretty good now. I'd be like, that's a pretty good <laughs> little fountain there with all them wa- all oh, jets oh, of water. I, I'm not, I don't really know a lot about mountain, uh, fountains, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong people, to be honest. They didn't have electricity back then. How did you get, like, jets squirting out? I don't know. Like, how do you get jets today? Squirting out, it's like a hose yeah. packet. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I assume you have oh, something yeah. similar. You don't need them. You don't need electricity. electricity. Electricity and water generally not good together. They're not. Well, I think famously. you need it though. No, you don't. No. But how are you pushing the water through? Well, just, just propulsion. I just it. found one more sentence on it. Don't just lay it down. Yes. On yeah. It's not really relevant. This ability <laughs> to shoot water high into the air was a technological marvel at the time. So. Who knows? He's ahead of his no, time. No, I'm telling you. I know how it works. I'll tell you now if you want. Quick um, go on, tell me now. So tell basically, if you put, if you put a tap, right, you fill a, you fill a bin up with water. Right, you put a ta- <laughs> you put a tiny hole in that. It's gonna squirt out like a jet. So all you need to do is put enough yeah, water right. behind pressure, it. Isn't it. Yeah, pressure. Yeah, but I just don't understand where that's coming from. Surely you need electricity to move the water forward. Yeah, here's the thing though. Um, these marvels such as these jets can only be turned on at certain times because they didn't have a great supply of water there we go and that was because of the Grand Canal they built this Grand Canal which is one mile long and during Louis' reign they had Venetian gondolas which would move up and down it which is nice Nice. which is alright but um, blah 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 it's basically I thought I talked about this but I think I got onto it but these all these water fountains and everything he'd seen at this other guy's house basically uh, oh, he's such a con artist. Uh, Nicolas Foucault, which I think was one of his like uh, advisors for a while, Foucault. Um, he had a chateau at, uh, at Vaux-le-Vicomte or something like that. And he was like, God, these waterworks are good. <laughs> we, I'm going to get some, same, same guy probably, to, to do mine, but mine will be better. So the problem is that they, didn't have, they had a scarcity of water at Versailles. So um, they had to build these elaborate waterworks at Marle Leroy, wherever that is, to tap the Seine, Seine, yeah, Um, so basically this water was diverted then, so it was basically moved away from where it should have been, so it could go to Versailles, so um, vast sums of money were spent and many lives were lost in an attempt to bring water to, uh, to to the palace. Um, that seems a waste to me. Of life. 
Mm. Yeah, and so they use this water then to carry it to the gardens um, and all these sort of things as well. Uh, and annual spectacles and nightly attractions were held in the palace gardens. And there was live music performances. So he's having a good time. He's having a bit... Yeah. Like, have you seen The Great Gatsby? It reminds me of that. I've not seen it. But there's like... Not seen it. You know what I mean? <laughs> where they're having parties all the time in yeah. these big houses. So it seems like that. If he's having a chat at 10 and then he's going to bed at 11.30, yeah. you reckon it's in between that? Yeah, probably afternoon, evening. Oh, just before, before tea. Yeah. Because they're eating tea pretty late. Yeah, dinner yeah. for everyone else. Tea is dinner. dinner. Yeah. For British. Evening meal. Evening meal. <laughs> mm. Supper. Yes. Uh, and many workmen and soldiers died building aqueducts and diverting rivers to bring water to Versailles for those fountains. They also had a grove. Do you know what a grove is? Like an olive grove. Yeah, it's an, so it had over a thousand trees in it. And they were full of pungent flowers. and But he also had his own little area away, like a mile away from the palace, just to get away. You know, he liked his dad, he liked lodge. to get away. A bit of a lodge, a <laughs> trainer. The Grand Trainer, which is a marble trainer, so maybe it weren't. Maybe well, they made that was, into a palace. He could have. That guy would have come and been like, this is better than the lodge. This is better than the lodge. He would have been like, <laughs> a gentleman <laughs> would have been happy with that. Bontimon. Oh yeah, but Bontimon. Um, <laughs> and... So that was just for him. He had a little retreat, sneak little treat for him and his visitors. But the smells of his gardens, though, were enough to make you feel ill. Mm. Oh, yeah, thousand, like, thousand trees. Don't need That's a thousand, too much. Does he? Them flowers are too much. I put a coin to it, sorry. Uh, Madame de Mont- Maintenon, sorry. That's oh, his wife. I assume, I think that is his wife. Um, so then we'll talk about fancy dress. Mm. Uh, the king himself was a work of art until the age of 30. He repeatedly danced in court ballets. As Aww. spring, I assume the the uh, the, season. the season spring. Oh, okay. Or dressed in a kilt of sun rays, Apollo. Obviously, he was Apollo oh. when he was dressed in this <laughs> kilt oh. of sun rays. Uh, Apollo, the leader of the muses and the god of the sun. Um, and on great occasions, his coat was glittered with embroidery and jewels because everything can reflect off him because he's he's the guy. He's a sun. Um, yeah. Whatever. And. Foreign monarchs, <laughs> so foreign monarchs like the kings of England, I don't know who it was then, was it Tudors then? Maybe it's going into Stuarts, and kings of England and Sweden and the elector of Saxony tried to dress like him, so they ordered their clothes as well as other luxury goods uh, in Paris through special buyers. Um, so they had special, normally you just have like a diplomat in a different country, but they had special buyers as well as their diplomat just so they could buy these fancy clothes from Paris, so they could be like... I like Louis, but I'm, I'm English. Or whatever. Mm. So, he's having a good time. He's having parties. He's having he's having dances. Soup for breakfast. <laughs> he's having soup for breakfast. People he's are watching living him the change. Dream. Um, he also had a love of medals. He loved medals. I bet he likes them because they're gold. Mm. Yeah, so he, he had loads of like antique and contemporary ones. And he had loads of made like inscriptions which were like king, leader and soldier uh, another one says of many, none is his equal which is lovely and he just rearranged them, he inspected them he loved them, he commissioned them to be made and he apparently I don't, I don't know if this is true but I'm going to assume this, says that medals boasting of Dutch power that he found uh, was so maddening to him that they encouraged him to declare war on the Netherlands in 1670, he was like god I hate these medals saying how good the Dutch are <laughs> Go and knock it down, knock them down a peg. Jeez. 
That sounds about right because you're probably like, since I'm a gift from God, I'll win. But he didn't always win is the problem. Um, He's unbearable. (laughs) So I actually had a look at at some of these medals and I saw a photo of one of them and it's a picture of Louis, his face, in the sun. And he's uh, and, he, <laughs> and he's warming, he's warming the earth beneath him. <laughs> and the inscription uh, says in French, "Not unequal to many," which I couldn't get my head around. I can't do with double not, negative. Not unequal to many. Yeah. So he is equal to none. He's equal to many, isn't he? <laughs> You're like none. I don't know. I can't understand that. Surely it's not. Yeah. It's, you're not equal. unequal, not you're equal, un- but then I not change. Not unequal, it yeah, means equal. equal. Yeah, so, so I don't know if I've misread this or they've miswritten this. Should it be not equal to many? Or well, not not maybe. unequal to many? <laughs> Confusing. Maybe Louis, I don't know how bright Louis XIV was. <laughs> well, but he doesn't sound very bright, well, does he? He thinks he's gifted he's the God. Sun. <laughs> maybe the medal maker just decided, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do him over here. I'm going to write him. Not yeah. Really. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're doing it right this time. Oh, yes. Have oh, it yeah. done by Tuesday. There there. You're, warming the, you're warming the floor with your, with your rays. Keep the stamina. Um, <laughs> so, uh, now, the Hall of Mirrors was another big thing. Mm. I wanted you heard to of the mention I wanted to ask about that. Oh, I, yes. I've not heard of it, no. 70 metres long. And there's 17 huge mirrors on one side. Each single mirror is actually split up as 21 smaller mirrors. So it's 357 mirrors in total on oh one wall. Oh my gosh. And on the opposite are 17 huge windows. So it reflects out. And they look out into the garden. And the ceiling as well is hugely elaborate. Uh, it's got glass ch- chandeliers. And there are th- this is fun. There are 30 scenes painted on the ceiling which glorify the early years of Louis XIV's reign. Nice. So it's like, here's me so winning even, a war. Here's me. Drinking soup. <laughs> if he's not looking in a mirror, he's looking, looking at, at this guy. He's like, like there's me. <laughs> yeah. It's not, I, I didn't think about that. What about the floor? Uh, well, there's statues as well. Oh, okay. So, statues of him, paintings of him often on the wall in Victory. So, I think there's statues of him like as gods as well. So, like, I'm Apollo. I'm dressed oh, as Apollo. That's, 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 that's everywhere. <laughs> that's not just that. It's horrible. Um, and the, in the 17th century, mirrors were among the most expensive items to possess at the time. Um, and the Venetian Republic held the monopoly on the man- manufacture of mirrors. So, basically, yeah, it was a big deal that he had so many mirrors. You're shaking your head. <laughs> I, just, I don't like the guy. You don't. I, you loved him at the start. He yeah. was, oh, yeah, he, he was just... having parties, but I didn't know he thought he was gifted God and dressed himself up and hated him. I don't know. He and then soup for breakfast. Soup for breakfast is unnerving. Like... <laughs> Who does that? I've had a curry after a, oh, like a leftover curry, but soup is like he's he's not that made, and he decided to have it every day. Yeah, surely he'd like prefer like porridge. Where's his yeah. toast? Yeah, toast, cornflakes, just normal stuff, things that people like. <laughs> well, they might not have had them. Then they though. had bread. I'm I'm not having. They didn't have bread. They could have had toast. I also agree with that. Because they didn't have toasters, but they had fires. Also, they would have had potatoes. I'd rather have mm. a potato than soup. Potato cake. Oh, yes. yes. Hash browns. Yeah. All things that Louis Fourteenth could have had, Matt. I know, I have. I'm not, I'm not blaming you. He could have probably done with them, like, when he was hungover as well. Like, you know, hash brown. Mm. You want a bit of mix. You don't, yeah, you don't want soup, do no, you, when you you're hungover. No, you don't. You want a bit, of, a bit of mix in your you diet. Want variety. Yeah. Maybe a yes. different flavour of soup. Will he will have money. Yeah, yeah. 
Carrot one day. Carrot and coriander. coriander. Oh, yeah. Tomato and basil. Leek and potato. Oh, I'm not naming <laughs> soup. Minestrone. <laughs> Actually, I thought you would have liked they had soup for breakfast because you're a big fan of soup. Oh, I'm a big fan of soup at lunch. <laughs> Bit of French Makes bread sense, as well. It, it, it's delicious. He's having eggy bread. Oh, that's not you. <laughs> eggy puddle. <laughs> He's eggy puddle in the morning. No, but baguettes that. French. So you might have had that. Yeah. Yeah, he probably will have with soup. soup. Yeah, but even so. Right. Nah, I didn't read that. Just soup. He's just slurping <laughs> away his soup. Well. That's how he must have not put weight on then. Well, he's just unnerving. How do you know he didn't put weight on? Maybe I'm getting to that. I'm not. Oh, right. <laughs> well, I was just saying, I'm just having a guess. I've never seen a picture of him fat. No. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't paint him fat, would you? Yeah, you get. I'm pretty you sure Henry VIII like, oh, was though. painted fat. I know, but you can't help that. He was like proper fat. Like, you can't get away from <laughs> that. I think Henry VIII was like really obese, but they just painted him obese. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I feel like... Isn't it weird that you can't trust paintings? Nah. Mm. You can't trust any. You can't trust your memory. I you can not. trust a photograph though, surely. Mm. Mm. You've taken it yourself. It's right there in front of you. It's not gone on any computer or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But you might misremember what actually happened. You'd be like, oh, that was the time me and... I have actually done that. Me and Scampi fell off the bridge. Oh, what? <laughs> that was the worst. What was that? Me and... Scampi? I, I, just, I think I'm hungry. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that a brain. crisp? It's, it's, it's a, a fish. Yeah. Oh, it's a fish. Yeah, it's nice. You should try it, but you won't. Did you say, is that a crisp? Yeah, yeah Scampi and lemon knickknacks is what he's thinking of. I know. You know. Getting pubs. Yeah, yeah, Scampi and lemon crisps. But they did knickknacks as well. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. I'm going a bit off topic. Um, yeah. So I was going to tell you about this visit, but I'm just scanning my notes. And I don't think that's in, it's that interesting. Basically, this guy from Genoa, the guy in charge of Genoa, uh, came to Louis to apologise. Um, <laughs> what for? Well, that's the thing. I've not written Sorry. that down. My voice broke then. Um, I'm not reading that down because I just thought it's not important. But he was never, if you're the, it's like the, it's D O G E. Dog. 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 Doge. Doge of Doge of Shinoa. So, when you're the Doge, I'm going to say Doge, you don't know, do you? Nah. Um, you're never supposed to leave the city of Shinoa if you're that. But well, Lou, 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 but Lou was so like, no, you have to come and apologise. He was like, alright, we'll make it because I think if you leave, then someone else going to swoop in straight mm. away. Good um, deal. Yeah, he'd be taking the forfeit. forfeit. Am I saying forfeiture wrong? What am I saying? Forfeit. Forfeit. Let's yeah. just say taking his he's taking a chance. Yeah. So he took. Yeah. Basically, that's what I've read. He took the risk when Louis said he must come. Um, and he visited. And yeah, and Louis placed magnificent sil- solid silver furnishings throughout the series of state apartments, right up to the Hall of Mirrors, um, and dressed in red velvet and flanked by four senators wearing black. This guy came to Louis, and he bowed. Um, and and Louis, Louis was on the platform, basically, mm-hmm. at the end of the gallery. Um, and the doge, the doji, the dog, the doggy, um, <laughs> spent 10, he apologised, and he spent 10 days touring Versailles, and he was shown the apartments, the gardens, the animals in the menagerie, menagerie, which, I couldn't find how, what animals were there during the time of Louis XIV, but after his death, there was a zebra, a lion, a panther, some hyenas, a tiger, some ostriches, and sent several kinds of monkey. Uh, and I think that was during Louis XVI's reign. Uh, but I reckon some of them were still there. They sound like exotic oh, no, things. No, but they were after, yeah, yeah. afterwards. Yeah, but I think they would have been there. I don't know when he got on though. That's the thing. Um, so he got to see that. No, so I said still been there, but I obviously didn't mean still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he said 
yeah, so the Grand Canal and other sites, and then faced with such splendor, he declared ironically, a year ago we were in hell, and now we're about to leave paradise. So he obviously thought, Poof. I think maybe they were at a war a year ago. I don't know what they were doing a year ago, but he's oh, like, this is paradise. He didn't like Genoa. Maybe he didn't. Maybe maybe there was war there or something. But he was about to leave paradise. He's like, this is good. So he attended the King's Getting Up ceremony, as you do. He, had, he watched him wake up. Then he had front row seat. And then he yeah. was taking his leave. He was leaving. Um, and Louis XIV gave him a box covered with magnificent portraits. I'm presuming of himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's that kind of guy. <laughs> along with tapestries. Um, and for senators also got these tapestries. And, the, yeah, they were accompanied by a portrait of the king adorned with diamonds. So they were like, oh, thanks for a photo of you. <laughs> Imagine that. I actually gave um, a few years ago when I, was it when I graduated or was it when I got my Duke of Edinburgh Gold Award? You know, you got a photo of it. Oh, yeah. I gave my grandma a photo of me for, for a Christmas my present. Mom, oh. A Christmas present? <laughs> a Christmas present. Oh, I was going to say my mum gives the family photos oh, of us, but... Then, it? Not a Christmas present. I wrapped it up and everything like, oh, she's going to love this. <laughs> was it I in sat, a frame? I'm sounding more like Louis every day. It wasn't in a diamond-coated frame. But it was, was yeah, it, it was in, in a, a frame. It was in a frame. Full of portraits. What did you got my son to that? Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I bet she's really oh, polite. That. That's really yeah. nice. Yeah, she's lying. I'm going to put this on my wall. When would you... Um... You're looking at that one next to me. Yeah, I am. When I don't have a portrait think? next to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens to be behind me. When was your actual ceremony thing? I don't know. I don't remember much about my own history, <laughs> to be honest. Why is, I'm just yeah. wondering if you kept hold of it for like months no, waiting for I Christmas. Think, oh, yeah. I think it was like September or something, October. Mm. You waited a while. Like, no, but you don't get them immediately. You know the way these photo things, after graduation, you get your photos immediately. Uh, so you I had to write in to get them. panicked. And was like, I, no, I had a while. I think present. I had like a month and a bit, and I was like, oh, "You planned it." I'm you? not sure it was my idea. <laughs> you say um, that now. <laughs> but she loved it, is what I'm saying. So maybe we should all start giving gifts. Is it on a wall? <laughs> it's actually prime position next to the television. I think. Decent. Oh, you can always spot. see it. She, can always see, she has a little look. Oh, I'm happy. You've done That's all my right. favorite grandchild. Back to back to tipping point. <laughs> that's such a niche. Back to the chase. I think that's international. Pointless. There are all shows I watch at my grandma's. Anyway, that's not related. <laughs> so, we're getting towards the end of our story. We're 54 minutes in, but I bet He dies in 71. Not in 1970. No, at 1715. 1715. Oh, I've messed that up. <laughs> so was a, he 71, though? I'd say he was in his 70s, I think, but I'm not oh, sure. Okay. Um, so, we have lots of sculptures, Louis. 386 works of art in Versailles. Bronze, marble, lead. Uh, including 20, 221 decorating the garden. So you'd walk around and be like, oh, there's Louis again. There's a sculpture. Aww. There's a sculpture. Maybe a sculpture of Neptune. Else? Neptune or Apollo or him as Neptune. Not like a fine. It will have been money. Not like a fine. So it's, it's actually the biggest open air sculpture museum in the world. I don't know if that's now, but at the time it was. Um, so here, I don't know where I've got this quote from, but it says, since the sun is the emblem of Louis Fourteenth. And poets link the sun with Apollo. There is nothing in this sup- superb house that does not relate to this divinity. So everything in this house is like Louis relating to Apollo or the sun. So the, wait, they, the people thought that he was God. No, no. They're just saying that he's linking literally everything. Every oh, sculpture, okay. every painting. These words. Yes, I think I remember him having like 
painted words of things that he'd said on the wall. So you walk past like your own quotes. That is good. I like that. And I think the it's nurse ridiculous. was supposed to reflect the sun and stuff. Yeah, it reflected through the garden. What? Yeah. This is, is quite a, a tough question to throw oh, on. But if you had a quote, mm. what would it be? I just, I don't know. You don't know? I Muppet. don't have my own quote. I don't have my own quote. Else's. Yeah. Oh, what's a favourite quote of yours then? I don't think it... What's your favourite? You're asking us, what's your favourite My favourite quote? quote? Something like... Very generalised, probably. Mm. Like, life is for living. <laughs> I don't like that one. I'm sorry. That one is like, life is for living. Not right. You life is for living. Okay. What? You, what's I know going on yours. What? Because a pug in the bed goes to the pub instead. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good... I just want to remind everyone that... Oh, let everyone know. Innes went through a phase of trying to create his own famous rhymes or and quotes. Quotes. Yeah, quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first being what? If there's a pug in the bed, go to the pub instead. Which is it, actually that was the second one. The first one was something about it's, if there's gold, gold in, in the sky, sky you're, you're flying, flying high. high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which now, is right. Everyone remember that. That's quite nice. I like that. Yeah, if there's gold in the sky. But it doesn't really make that much. Do you mean like if there's stars at night? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't understand it. What I mean is, if you look up mm. and you're seeing gold, then you you're flying high. You're you are high, <laughs> literally. <laughs> you're having, yeah, you're when do you ever time. look up and see gold? When the sun's out, sun's rays. It's not gold. Mm. Golden. I said the stars. Mm. Stars are silver for me. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, to be fair. Okay. I oh, I think they're So basically, white. what you're saying is every day you should be having a good no. day. Oh, no. Every <laughs> day the sun's out? Yeah. No, 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 no. Every day you want to have a good day. Have a good day. Okay. That's, what that's it not one I'm. It takes a lot of explaining yeah, in this one. Yeah, no. Stick with the pug one. Yeah, the that's pug one. That's it simple. Is. You, get you get home. <laughs> you get home, there's a dog, a pug, not yeah, yeah. in your bed. Like, right, German like, Shepherd, get in. But if it's a pug. You're going to no. Would you get the pug out of your bed? Yeah, or would you just leave? Nah, leave also, it. is this Why your own pug? What if it's your own pug? What if you have a pug and you get home and then, oh, Charlie's in bed. Charlie the pug is in my bed. Oh, would you be like, I'm going to the pub? Or is it only if you go home yeah, to someone else's pub in your bed? What every day? And no. every day you're like, oh, I've got to go to the, the pub again. And then you come home from the pub <laughs> and oh. the pub's there. And you're, you're going back. You're going back and you're like, the clothes, you're like, well, it's the rule. It's my one rule. It's the I've got it painted on the wall in my house. No, well, I think if if there's a there's still a pug in your bed, yeah. At that stage, the second time round. This is the yeah, this is the yeah. verse you never hear. It's like the national yeah, yeah, anthem. Yeah. You only ever hear so, the first verse. You never hear the second one. If if there's a pug in your bed, go to the pub instead. Yeah. If you come back and it's still there, go downstairs. <laughs> right. Not quite as cat. I'm it's not, I realise why that, that that one didn't catch on. Yeah, yeah. Not that's why we don't add that into the the quote. Yeah. But it is it's part of it. It's like the unwritten rule. Mm. Right. I would. But sleep. then go downstairs and then what? Just, sleep. Just sleep because it's a pugging. Just move the what pug. What if it's like Pugs three o'clock in the afternoon? Well, you're not going to be wanting to go in your bed, but you just have to go to the pub. Mm. Also, um, <laughs> no, because never I might, your room I might go into my it. room to pick some off of that. Oh, oh my god, the pug's pub. in the bed. He's coming to the pub. No one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this is just this is just this is a real. And um, what if you wake up in the morning, the pug's in your bed? What if you wake up in the middle of the night and the pug, pug's in your bed? You have to go, oh, I'm getting out of yeah, there. We're fair, finding a lot of flaws. Have you, have you heard a pug breathe? <laughs> because honestly, they go like, yeah. I go. So do you. <laughs> <laughs> right. <I'm, laughs> 
This is generally this is dogs in general. What we're learning is Innis, don't get a dog. <laughs> don't get a pug. It get a German not... Shepherd. You're oh, you riding on that. I don't even know. They have a lot of room about German Shepherds. They shepherd. do, but they are fluffy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I just I don't know where that came from. That that quote. Like I, I remember I told it to you. Mm. I remember that happened, but you blacked, it was just a moment out. moment of brilliance. Was on it? my part, yeah. And um, well, I don't think it was. I'm sorry. And I, I, I would take it back for a minute. I, I live by it. <laughs> well, I would. You live by it. It's never happened to you so far. I don't have a pug. I, I look forward to the day that, <laughs> that we put a pug in your bed. Yes, I can't wait. I look forward to it. I've got to get to us with a pug. It'd be all right. You can go to the pub any time. You don't have to wait. This is why you never turn yeah. up. <laughs> You're no. waiting for the pug. No, no, no. It's just, it's just a real. Okay. So I think everyone live by it. Right. Right. So that's the quotes you're writing on your wall. Yeah. 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 That will oh, be yeah. on my Innis like God mirror wall. Right. <laughs> right. So carry on. We're nearly. We're nearly at the end. Um, sixteen seventy four. So he's been building it for about thirteen years, fourteen years, mm-hmm. and there was what is known as a Great Commission. So it was the pinnacle of marble building in Versailles, um, and they had these figures created which represent the four elements you've got water earth air and fire and 24 statues grouped in fours portraying the four parts of the day so the the four parts of the day the seasons the elements human temperaments which i guess are like angry sad something else and forms of poetry were created over the course of nearly 20 years by teams of sculptures which is he's, he's getting more elaborate i'll give him that he's moving away from himself this is me as apollo Maybe away from like fan fiction into like something else. Um, oh no! Oh, maybe he's not. Oh. <laughs> um, so this whole thing, this whole universal system that he created, was placed under the kindly influence of Apollo. So him. So he's got another <laughs> statue, I think. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So basically, he's built this this huge commission of the all these statues, all these elements, everything in the world basically, and then he's put him there, being like. I'm actually in charge of all this. Um, Oh, but they were also used... This is quite nice. I don't know if he did this on purpose. I think he did. It's also to show the world how good French sculptures and all that sort of thing is. So, the world were like... France are leading in in sculpting. Which is Mm. nice, but it's also mainly to be like... I'm the guy. It weren't really like an advertising thing, I don't think. (laughs) I think it was more... (laughs) I don't think it was more about it. It was his personal gain. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and the same thing. Yeah, I loved antiquity, as I said. So in old sculptures, you get Roman emperors depicted and all that sort of thing. Um, so just a few other tidbits, and then we'll talk briefly about since Louis the Fourteenth. Oh, yeah. So brief tidbits. I don't know if this is right. I've just written one sentence. It says, Versailles was built in the shape of a cross. I think it was. Hmm. So that... it's got a bit of religious. Oh, okay. Um, well, it's a gift from God, so... It is a gift from God. Uh, and I've already mentioned... The chapel, how the, his seat faced the altar and all the rest faced him. And he also had these glorious medals. The medals, that, mm. he had them buried for posterity. So he, his aim in life was to impress the France, impress the world, and also impress posterity. So we, as we have, would find all these medals with him saying, he's, with that guy, guy messing ever. up the etching on the other one about mm. him being yeah, a yeah, yeah. Um, And we'd find them and be like, God, have you seen this guy? His face is the sun. <laughs> oh my God, he's good. Um, and we did. And we think he's, well, 
he's pretty pretty famous and, and Versailles this huge thing which I'll go on to um, but since so I've just talked about basically in this report about Louis XIV and start of Versailles mm-hmm. really mm. um, but there's been a lot since Louis XIV not everything was finished but he achieved a lot in the 50 years that he was there uh, and he spent nearly 100 million livres which is oh my gosh a t- <laughs> I've written which today equates to a, a ton of wonga I thought I thought it's what I might miss a lot of wonga a hell of a lot of yeah um, but basically he laid the foundation for what was to come he, ba- he basically created Versailles as it is in a way today um, and I know I said that his dad with the hunting lodge laid the foundation but that was sort of these are physical they were sort of metaphysical if you get me and there's been a lot of things since Louis you know the French Revolution links into this and Napoleon Um, but in 1979 UNESCO designated the palace and its gardens as a world world heritage site so it's happy endings Um, oh no it's not actually it's real uh, there was a devastating winter storm in 1989, oh. which destroyed more than a thousand trees on the palace grounds. Um, it's grove. Yeah, I don't know if it's just all of it, but they probably more. Mm. <laughs> well, they got rid of it. Yeah, not bad. Um, but then the government decided to have this wide-ranging project of repair and renovation. And there's another windstorm, ni- 1999, the loss of 10,000 trees, including some planted by Marie Antoinette, who you mm. might have heard of, uh, mm. and Napoleon. And the chateau was also damaged, but I thought that's really, I thought that's that's relevant. And then two thousand and three, you have this ambitious restoration renovation program called the Grand Versailles. Um, it's got seventeen year schedule runs out two thousand three, so it should be finishing soon. Twenty twenty budget topped five hundred million euros. Um, that's a lot, isn't it? And just a little note: this, you know, we've 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 chatted about him being a bit of a, a bit vain, bit a bit up, a bit up himself. He's a bit. Really? All about it. Yeah. I didn't get that. Every now and then he builds a statue with his face. Every as, now and then, more like every, every week. Every now and then he dresses up as the sun and puts on a ballet for the court. <laughs> you know. Um, I wish I could see that. Actually. I want to see that. That sounds good. This is what I mean. You want to see it. I'd pay, I'd pay five pounds. Yeah, I want to see a ballet. I don't want to see him eat soup. I, oh, no, actually, yeah, I don't want to see get him chain. Yeah, no, thank you. Oh, well, he's well, ballet, oh, ballet, Louis. ballet, Louis. Oh, <laughs> he missed the trick. I think he should have focused more on ballet, Louis. Yes. I don't know why he stopped when he was thirty as well. Mm. He got too old. Yeah, old. Is that the, yeah, is that the age? Oh. Probably not. I think you're younger. It's probably now, because he was he was quite overweight by that stage. <laughs> but the, the sculptures yeah, didn't show that. No, they wouldn't have done that because they got faded. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Oh, little note on Louis to finish. Louisiana. Oh, I should have asked you what you state. Oh, I don't matter. Louisiana, Louisiana. state in America <laughs> is apparently named after him. Which oh, is, I guess, mm, I guess you have like French invaders. French. Yeah, America has a lot of connections yeah, to elsewhere. Because of settlers and stuff. Um, and also, quite, oh, quite nice to know here. The Apollo, uh, Apollo, Apollonian. Apollonium. <laughs> the theme of Apollo was definitively abandoned in the late night, 1690s. Um, and for the, oh, the menagerie was built in 1699, that's where all the animals were. Um, the aging Luther's 14, sorry, told his architect that childhood would, must be everywhere. So maybe he got a bit, a bit softer in his, in his later years. What, he life. thought like he was better as a child? Yeah, maybe he misses his childhood or something. So basically... 
fountains and stuff. Um, what is this? Chubby? What? What's chubby putty? <laughs> I don't know. If my printer messed up a bit here, so I can't really tell what it says, but... Chubby putty? Right, I've written... Let's just read this. Fountains and arbor chambers hosted joyful chubby putty playing with small newts or riding astride dolphins. So I think what I'm saying is statues of children playing with newts and riding dolphins were made. Um, <laughs> 1700 onwards. So the... Um, yeah, I don't know where that is though because I'm, I'm talking about something. I don't know. We'll just ignore that bit but that's... That, there's somewhere. There's something somewhere. Yeah, so basically <laughs> he, started, he started building these things about his childhood, basically, about kids having fun, statues and sculptures and he stuff. He might have had his son by then. Yeah, you'd like, yeah, probably. That noise is not going to pick up, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, the final years of Louis XIV's reign thus brought with them, <laughs> you're laughing at the noise, with, uh, he had rel- relaxation, gentleness and, I can't pronounce this word, so I'll leave that. Do you want me to do it? <laughs> that one, gaiety. Yeah. Gaiety. Gaiety. Um. So, and so he's sort of got a bit more peaceful in the end. And his final words were supposedly, "I loved wars and buildings too much." Oh. Which was probably fair. Well, that himself, I love right. myself. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, wars and buildings. Yeah. Well. But we didn't we didn't touch on wars, but buildings. He he loves. Yeah. And palace. he built his palace up. Do you know if a lot of people died building it? I tried looking up, but I got that the, the quite a few people died um, building the water. The water, yeah. You know, it's dangerous, isn't it? Water. Yeah, I just wondered if he cared about anybody's lives. I don't think he did. I don't think he did. No, I, I seem to remember reading that there was loads of um, starving children in the forests around Versailles. Oh. And, yeah, he was just living his life. <laughs> Loving life. Um, I also remember reading that these are tidbits that I just vaguely remember that he had musicians hiding in the bushes and stuff so they play when he walked past nice. which is oh, bold I, I love that, that is some, I wish that, it's like having your own oh, theme song he probably started doing ballet on his little afternoon oh, yeah, you'd walks be like, prancing you'd be doing around a tour and you'd be like oh the music's on and then like, get jigging you missed my dance there but it was good um, yeah, yeah you'd get dancing well, maybe he wouldn't get dancing, but he has his own theme song to walk along to, which is that's something, cool. isn't that's it? I reckon Louis the Fourth. If he if he could Today. choose a song now, mm. it wouldn't be the crazy frog theme tune. No, that's his alarm. He's not happy. With everyone it. knows the rule: you don't have a tune you like mm. as your alarm because um, <laughs> it just goes to pot. You stay in bed too long. I think, I think, I'm thinking Louis the Fourteenth probably be like. I don't think he'd be a fan of. I think he'd like Calvin Harris. I think he'd be. I think he'd be more Adele. Oh no, no. Adele. Because uh, yeah, no, because he'd be like, like you like. I know it like someone like me instead of someone <laughs> like you. Like oh, he, he's all about the character. You'd like someone like Liam Gallagher. Oh yeah, he was. Oasis. Mm, yeah. Wall of maybe. Wall of Glass. I I've think he'd like Justin Bieber. You know. Do you? Yeah. What, go on, read on, he, yeah, reason Because this. Justin Bieber absolutely loves himself and he's a bit silly sometimes and it sounds like they'd get on. Like, how's something? Maybe they would hang out, actually. I could see them having, like, selfies. 
Yeah. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, DJ Khaled, got oh, it. Him there we go. <laughs> Major key. Megan Trainer. Throw it in there. No. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think he'd be friends with like rap rap stars. Yeah, Kanye. Can, yes, Kanye mm. and others. Yeah, because I think they wouldn't judge him if yeah, he went round on his heels. Kanye, no, um, they'd be like, you got Joe Cool. You can compare Kanye to. Um, oh, yeah, Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> We say Kanye, Kanye too much. It doesn't sound like a word anymore. Kanye, <laughs> Kanye, he, um, Kanye, he doesn't, he doesn't let anyone look him in the eye. As a fun no, fact he's an absolute princess. Yeah, awesome. the, uh, he sacks you if you if you work for him and you and you look him in the, like I'm doing now. Uh, oh like, God! Like that. At his fashion show, yeah. um, it was like it the hottest day of the year, and mm. yeah, he's got his own fashion brand. So we went to New York Fashion Week last year. It was like the hottest day of the he's year, so and he brilliant. left the models stood outside. For like three hours, the show was three hours late. Apparently, like loads of them fainted. But have you ever seen Kanye's Not Twitter? Because I imagine no, no water. I imagine that his Twitter is like Louis the Fourteenth. Just I haven't seen Kanye. I'm going to have to show you. Yeah, yeah, tweets like that. Honest, honest. So like, what we're what we're we're, we're concluding is <laughs> Louis the Fourteenth. <14th, laughs> Well, Kanye West is a modern day Louis the Fourteenth. Yes. Anyway. He had fashion. Does he? The, he like Louis brought his fashion to all the royal houses in England, everywhere else. Yeah. Kanye brings it to. Yes. Yeah, they're both a sandwich short of a picnic. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what Louis that means. Louis pretty. But... He does his work, doesn't he? Gets it done in the morning. Does Does Kanye like? Um, live streaming yeah. and getting up in the morning. He definitely I'm does. Does it? If you go on his Instagram in the morning, he's there like, Sire, wake up. Time to go. Mr. West. Easy. his soup. <laughs> Mr. West, it's time to get up, so. Don't look me in the eye. Did you just look me in the eye? <laughs> sorry, you sorry. Make me some soup. Yeah. Dress me. Nice I... modern day, have pop tarts. Questionable breakfast choice. <laughs> They're great. You can get a lot of flavours, a lot of options. Mm. Good. Mm. Um, you got any more questions, by the way, about Louis the Fourteenth? Are you all, are you all, some king down? I, I did have, I had a. Is it, yeah, I mean, I'm going back a bit. <laughs> oh no, jump back Yeah, I um, jumped around a bit. Wait, the way he wore a wig, and Lana, oh, was, yeah. Lana was saying, back on that. It's okay. a tall wig to make him look taller. Yes, I can't. Honestly. Look. Is he an idiot? Like, I can understand the high heels, mm. but you, like, honestly, if you elongated my head to like double the size, I'd just look ridiculous. He like, would. it doesn't make you look taller. But I think he's quite a small person. Like, I imagine he's got a small head. No. Small head, just but no. A big ego. No. <laughs> like, even if you have a small head, you can't extend it by that much to make you taller. Like, you've got like a bit of a. a I've got a haircut. Yeah, you got like a sticky up hair. Okay. <laughs> got a quiff. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. As do you? As do I a bit, yeah. But like, it doesn't make you look like six foot. Well, you are six foot, but it doesn't make you look seven foot. It doesn't, though. And I don't think a wig would do. No, as... but it's a bit different. Like, I don't think. I don't know. Like, it, it's styled, so it's not just. It's like this big thing with like curls, I think. Well. Anyway, I, that wasn't really a question. It was more. It was a, more just a, a gripe that yeah. you had. A, a bit of a problem. Which he can't really <laughs> do. He's not here to defend himself. He's not here to defend himself. So I think you should tweet Kanye West <laughs> and ask him <laughs> I mean, why I, he wears a wig. Why he wears a wig? <laughs> um, 
if it was reincarnation, like they'd do the same person, like probably. But I've never seen Kanye West do ballet. No, it would that... surprise me if he tried, to be honest. Mm. Yeah, and I'm not seeing Kanye West do a lot of things. I'm not really up to date on his uh, I'm not on his life. No. Me neither, really. I bet you know him more, though. You feel like yeah, you're you're you'd know Kanye more than us. I really don't. Not because think you're I cooler, do. but because you get lost. It's something I am you're interested in. I'm not interested in Kanye West. Oh, yeah, you love Kanye West. <laughs> you love a bit you're of Kanye. Just, you're telling you love... me what I love here, yeah. and Easy. I'm disagreeing. Well, you won't be allowed to watch Louis get up, so how do you feel? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, we'd be there. Oh, I'd be there. Oh. Oh. We'd be wearing our little Make France Great Again cap. <laughs> Louis the 14th. I'd be wearing Sexist. I'd have Sexist a tattoo on there. <laughs> Louis quote. Yeah. Across my head. I'd have sunking. I'd wear my sunking chain. <laughs> I'd I'd wear my Paris. wristbands. My, my yeah. Versailles festival response. <laughs> Versailles festival. <laughs> we'd all be there wearing our gear and we'd be like, woo, we have little flags. Selfie sticks. And we, actually, honestly, let's be honest, we would not be, <laughs> we would not be in the Royal Court, let alone <laughs> we be, be popular enough to go into the Royal Bed Chamber and watch him get up. Or wearing a we'd make France great again. We'd, <laughs> we'd sneak <laughs> in to the Royal Bed Chamber and get kicked out for taking photos or mm. something. Or when they go, so it's time to go, we'd be like, yeah, get up! <laughs> or something of that. Bonjour, Louis! Why is he not a week Bonjour. yet? <laughs> Wake him up. Bonjour. I'd love to interrupt his routine yeah. one day. <laughs> Just like, coming as he's eating lunch at 1pm. Yeah. Salut! <laughs> God. I'm just whipping out all the French and all yeah. that. Panic de fromage. What does that mean? Summit yogurt? Cheesy parsnips. Oh, Oof. Awesome. Uh, whatever. Egg. Egg, yeah. You know what I, uh, oh, what's the joke? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I think I Why, why, um, oh, God, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> why do I only eat one egg for my dinner? Don't know. Why do you only eat one egg? I don't know if it's a joke, because, uh, this is the best job. <laughs> you just said it wrong, haven't you? Um, oh, what's the job? Basically, an enough. egg is I enough. I enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. one egg is enough. That's the job. Oh, so try to get the hands first done. One egg is enough. Right then. Well, that was good. I'm glad we ended on that. <laughs> High note. Um, I have to cut out some of that. Yeah. Um, so, so that was another podcast done. Follow our Twitter. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, follow our Twitter. It's uh, at Idiot History Pod. On Twitter, we'll have uh, some pictures up of something for you to, to gaze at and, and share with everyone that you know and love. And, yeah, that's it. So thanks for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye, bye, bye. bye.